the journey. Along the journey to your success, there are many great adventures and great insights. You can learn from it all. Hosted by Michelle Bohm and Regan Ward. Tune in the first week of every month and be encouraged by guests who will share their success stories and their challenges. Hello, my friends. I am Michelle Bohm, and welcome to The Journey, brought to you by I've Decided. Uh, my co-host, Reagan Leslie, cannot be here today, but I do have a very good friend that I cannot wait to introduce you to, my friend, Suzanne Miller. Hello. Welcome to The Journey, Suzanne. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you here. Um, so we have a weekly winning word um, every week with I've Decided, and the word this week is shift. So like I always do, I sit and think about who do I know that would be able to tell us a great uh, story about their journey and how they shifted in one way or another uh, to get to where they are today. And so I'm, I'm scrolling through Facebook and I see some awesome news that my friend Suzanne is Realtor of the Year. Mm -hmm. And it made me think about... Hmm. When I knew her, she wasn't a realtor. Correct. So how did, I want to talk to you about today, how you shifted from one career path to another okay. and your journey through that. How uh, much time do we have? I know, right? It's <laughs> funny to catch up. And I, I guess maybe we should tell how we, sh how we first met. Mm -hmm. um, I was working in banking when you started uh, your career at Jim Maloof. And um, that's how we originally met was, you know, we got to, I think we did a closing or something together. And I thought, what an interesting story. You haven't done this before. And now here you are doing it. Mm -hmm. That was such a long time ago, <laughs> I know, too. it does. It feels like forever ago. And then we know each other through St. Jude, mm -hmm. through doing the run, and, you know, just kind of kept in touch over the years. Yeah. But tell me, or tell our viewers, I guess, how you came to real estate as a career. Is that something that you always wanted to do and you... I never knew what I wanted to do, but um, I was in advertising, and I had been there for a few years, and our daughters were one and four. Oh, you know, the perfect age the to perfect be like, age hey, let's just... get up and do yeah. something else. Uh, you know, salary job, nice steady paycheck, 401k, yeah, all health the, insurance, all, all the, the things. Awesome corporate mm -hmm. things that you need. Yep. Yep. You're doing that. Um, one of my clients was none other than Jim Maloof. And so every time I went in there to try to sell him advertising, he'd say, you know what? I think you should work for me. <laughs> and you're like, I'm what? like, how many people do you <laughs> tell, uh, yeah. I think you should work for me? He goes, yeah. no, I think you have it. No, I like, really mean it. Yeah. So I was like, hmm. So it kind of got me to think. He That's, planted the seed. He honestly did. Yeah. Like, hey, I, I see something in you. Mm -hmm. And when... Somebody like Jim Maloof right. says, I see something in you. That's a whisper that you pay attention to. So I thought, okay, I knew him through St. Jude. I knew him through um, being an ad, ad, through advertising, through Peoria. So I went home and I talked to my husband and I said, what would you think about me getting into real estate? And he said, well, have you ever thought about it? I'm like, nope. nope. This is something <laughs> totally new. Going yeah. from knowing what we're going to get a week, you know, yeah, a like, month. And luckily he also had a job that had the same kind same of benefits yeah. that his support was what made me say, okay, like I can do it. it. Yeah. So let's just throw all the security away. Exactly. We and don't need the 401k anymore. Yeah, we don't need this. Stuff. We don't need my health insurance because <laughs> right. we had his, which right. was also very, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So that was back in 2007 Gosh. when the bubble burst <laughs> yeah, right, in the real estate right, industry right, throughout the country. So why not start then? Kick now. This is the best time to get in. <laughs> well, I did well my first year. Mm-hmm. And I did well my second year. And I kept doing better each year. And I thought, okay, like, you know, this I is good. This. Yeah. this is good. And then as time went on, I had the same clientele that I had when I worked in ad- in advertising and uh, even years before when I was yeah. waiting tables. Yeah. Like I kept in touch with people and communication is key when you do anything. Oh, absolutely. So even writing a thank you note here, here and there, they're like, oh, it's so good to hear from you. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that you were do- doing this now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll admit there have been times, I've been doing this for 13 years and I'll have somebody be like, oh, I didn't know that you were doing real estate. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> Okay, well, I am. Okay, that's what I'm doing. (laughs) But it took somebody like Jim who said, I think you should should do this. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay. And what if if you had heard that and you just kind of shoot it away and you were like, eh, he probably says that to everybody. Or I got a good thing going here. I'm not going to rock the boat. Or... This isn't a good time in my life to do this because I have little girls at home. I right. mean, there could be a million reasons that you would shoo-shoo that way. Absolutely. That way. And there was something inside of me that said, you should, give, you should give it a shot. Yeah. Why not? I told myself, I'm going to give myself a year mm-hmm. if I don't do well, which my goals were, I would like to sell X amount. I want to do, you know, so much that... I can make more than I did at my old yeah. my old job, which was pretty close. Right. So I'm like, all right. And then and I made that? it through 2007 to 2009, which was <laughs> not a great brutal. time in real estate. <laughs> we were dropping like flies then, right? <laughs> we were. Yeah. And, um, but I kept at it. Yeah. And I kept in touch with my sphere of influence. That yeah. was the people that continue to call me. Mm-hmm. Because we keep in touch. I've helped fam- families buy two, three homes yeah. within the yeah. past, you know, thirteen years because they know that I'm here. Yeah, and people need mm-hmm. to buy homes. They yep. need to sell their homes. They need to do all this. So you're with them through life. I mean, as things. Yeah. I I, I loved that about the business is that you felt like I mean the first person I did a loan for, I go to their I still go to their kids' mm-hmm. birthday parties. You know, like you, you get involved in their life, and you. We've been part asked of it. to come to people's weddings, yeah. uh, funerals, yeah, baby showers, yeah, um, over for dinner for parties, mm-hmm. and it's been years. Yeah, but that's still not something everybody a, does well. No, true. I mean, I there's mean, some people that you know they're like, oh, I, I, I don't even know who my eight, who my eight, yeah. who my agent was. I'm like, when did you buy buy your house? A year ago. I'm like, are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> Right? Mm, that really must have left a... Lasting impression yes. <laughs> there. <laughs> well, and I think that's important, too, to realize that you were you were creating your business before you even knew that this is right. what your business would be. I didn't even know. Like, you know, you're developing relationships in another career, and those skills translate perfectly. Mm-hmm. That network yeah. moved with you. So if you're somebody that is thinking about doing something crazy like that, <laughs> it does sound crazy at the moment when you say, yes, it does. I'm throwing all this away and just taking this leap of faith. If you are thinking about doing something crazy like that, and you're in a... You can start today. doesn't mean you had to quit your day job. Mm-hmm. You can start today in... Gather that network, gather those skills, learn the things that you need to learn now, and then 
give up your J-O-B if you need you to. You can start small. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did not expect to sell multi, multi, multi millions throughout my, f- my first year. No, no. We had two small kids <laughs> who are now teenagers, <laughs> and they're going to be freshmen and seniors in high school Crazy. next year, um, where having a job like what I have, I had time to uh, go to school yeah. with them for their preschool stuff right. or daycare. And then as time went on, going to every game mm-hmm. that we possibly could. Right. I don't like to miss a soccer game that our kids are in. Yeah. And um, any type of time that we have as a family, like we know when to turn our phones off. Mm-hmm. If I am not in the middle of a deal, you know, that's working and nine out of 10 times, agents are extremely professional and they're like, you know, I'm not going to call after right. eight or nine o'clock. And you're like, Hey, I'll be up until 10 or, yeah. but you know, there are times that you'll have somebody random call and it's, 11 o'clock at night. Right. Yeah. I don't answer my phone 11 o'clock at night. I'm asleep. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, you have to have that, cur- that right. calming courtesy. That's yeah. what's important. So would you say that your overnight success of only 13 years, I always mm-hmm. love the term overnight success, overnight success right? Yeah. The, the getting to realtor of the year that was an overnight success that took 13 years. Uh, <laughs> would you say that um, the path from here to there how did you how did you shift to be able to go from a employee to an entrepreneur because that is that really is a mindset shift mm-hmm. you were kind of you know yeah. you're you're talking about you got to be able to protect your time you got to be able to manage your time right. differently was that a big shift for you or is that something that you kind of knew how to do before you started i've always had a very good work like work life work life uh balance mm-hmm. But when you're working for yourself, you want to work yeah. a little harder. Yeah. You want to work a little smarter, too. Put away money when, oh, I'm going to have a bigger paycheck. Right. Oh, but we're going to put it over here because we're saving up for this. You know, it's, it's putting in, li- in line what you have to do, not the, mm-hmm. oh, the accounting department will take care of taking out for my insurance right. and taking out for my taxes and taking out for this and taking out for that. That's all on you. It, oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I found, at least for me, those lines seemed to blur when I became an entrepreneur because my life is so ingrained in my business. Like mm-hmm. I, like you were saying, I might get up early in the morning and work like crazy and then go to a kid's event right. and then come home and work for a couple hours before dinner and then have dinner and then work after the kids go to bed. So that, yeah, I maybe did put in eight hours. It just wasn't from nine to five. Right. And even like on, on Sundays... Mm-hmm. Sundays we have open houses. Oh, yeah, I'll work yeah. with clients who are home on you know the weekends. Mm-hmm. Monday sometimes is my day. Yeah, I don't have to go straight in to do something. If I don't have an appointment set, mm-hmm. I may give myself a couple extra hours so I can maybe run a little farther on a run, or I can, you know, just enjoy the day mm-hmm. because you have to have time for yourself. You, yeah, you have to give yourself is. some self-care Yeah. because if you so. don't, you will get burnt out. You will get tired. And I'm sure you see that in real estate all the time. Mm-hmm. Agents that come in and they yeah. go fast and they're, you know, the next great sensation. And then a year from now they're gone because right. they're so burnt out. They can't handle the um, ups and downs and mm-hmm. it's, 
It is emotionally taxing. It is. And for some people, it's just not worth it. And when you're like, I'm on a roll, I'm on a roll, yeah. I'm on a roll, and then your steam is out. Yeah. You're done. You're done. You're like, I need to take a break. It's so hard to get start, like to get that momentum mm-hmm. up again. Right. That if you can just keep it going because you're not burning yourself out, it's perfect. So that brings me into my next question because I, I love this story about you, and I think it just um, encompasses everything about you. So because it tells me about your drive, but it also tells me about your spirit. And I want to know what you do when you're rocking and rolling, you're having the best year of your career, everything's moving along great, you got a big old marathon that you've been training for for three months, and uh, a couple days before that, you get a diagnosis of colon cancer. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? (laughs) What do you do when things are going so amazing and life just throws you a curveball? Because we are all going to have that. We're all going to have sickness, death, divorce, all of these terrible life things that are going to happen that are going to derail our success. Yeah. What did you do when you got that diagnosis and how did you handle that? Threw it back. Threw it back. Because I was not going to let anything get me down. That's how I've always been. Yeah. My entire life, I've always been extremely independent, um, been a fighter, Mm -hmm. no matter what it is. Yeah. (laughs) In a a very nice way, though. A polite fighter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In uh, 2016, um, I was having uh, some issues that I'm like, this just isn't right. And I called my doctor and we did some tests and stuff. And uh, they scheduled a colonoscopy. And I'm like, I'm 40 years old. Yeah. I'm healthy. I'm training for a marathon. Did I eat something bad? Like I didn't know. Uh, November 2nd, I talked to my doctor and he said, you have stage one colon cancer. Um, at 40 years old. At 40. No history. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was training for the Indianapolis Marathon that was three days later. <laughs> so while we're in there. I don't have time there, for cancer. <laughs> I got a marathon this weekend. I have stuff to do. <laughs> places to be, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I was in there and the surgeon is talking to me and talking to my husband, Andy. And, <clears throat> and he's talking about what, you know, is going to happen and. And he's telling you, like, you're going to have to have surgery mm-hmm. and all of this stuff is going to happen. And so then he says, do you have any questions? I said, yeah, can I still run the marathon on Sunday? <laughs> Love that. And he's looking Sorry. at me and he's like, does it hurt to run? I said, no, it doesn't hurt to run. And my husband's looking at me like this. <laughs> okay, she's said, in shock. Or she's- he, told, he told the doctor, he goes, you can't tell her no. I mean, if she is determined to do something, she's going to do it. So he said, if it's not uncomfortable for you. Go ahead and do it. I'm like, good, because I have the hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> my friend and I have been training for months. Yeah. And, um, you know, it hadn't been my first one. But when I sign up for something yeah. and you sign in that registration fee and you have your hotel right. room, you're running it. <laughs> wait till Monday, people. I got stuff to do this weekend. <laughs> so we went to Indy. Um, the, well, and I should back up a little bit. After we found out, we didn't tell. You didn't tell anybody. Anyone. We told, um, I told my good friend who I was running with, and uh, I told her when we met at the hotel, and she really didn't know what to say, and I'm like, look, I'm going to be fine. I'm okay. This is not going to take me. Right. So. This is not how I go down. This is not how I'm going to go down. So, ran the marathon, it was a beautiful day in Indianapolis, and then when I crossed the the finish line, I like got this overwhelming sense of 
do I want to cry? Do I want to like scream? Do I want to mm-hmm. cheer? I said, whatever this, whatever this thing is, it's going to be gone in two weeks because we had everything scheduled. Yeah. So we actually um, told our family uh, that week, and then we told our girls um, about three days prior, mm. which was the hardest thing to do because... So how, so how old would they have been then? So um, our oldest, Piper, she was almost... Let's see, she was 14. Yeah. And so old enough, Parker I mean, was 11. Yeah, old enough that they know what that means. and So yeah. they... So we called them downstairs and we're like, hey, we need to talk, talk, we're going to talk to you guys. They thought that we were telling them that we're going on a family trip somewhere. <laughs> and so I looked over at Andy, I'm like, I can't do it. And so he told them, and of course, one handled it extremely well, one handled it, not the greatest. But, you know, I said, look, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. They caught it early. Right. I was lucky. I was very lucky that I paid attention to what my body yeah. was doing. You listened to that. Yeah. Yeah. So after um, all that, we had the surgery on the 18th of November. And um, I actually ended up being in the hospital for an extra four days. Uh, there, there were some complications. So I was in ICU for four days. I lost about 15 pounds. Not the greatest diet. <laughs> yeah. um, but I got six pints of blood which I call my yeah. super blood because, knock on wood, I have not been sick Sin. in almost three and a half years. And it's amazing. It is, I mean, it, it is amazing. And blood, blood donation is oh yeah, so fantastic. Yeah. So um, I was getting out of the hospital. It was the day that I got to break free. And one of my clients, I didn't let any of them know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let her know that I, be a that I was going to be over, <laughs> that I had a procedure done, and that my husband was going to drive me because yeah. I couldn't <laughs> drive a vehicle. So I showed up, and she's looking at me. She goes, what did you have done? I said, well, uh, I had colon cancer, yeah. and they removed it. And, had a, you know, and I was explaining, she goes, and you're here? I'm like, I don't yeah. want it to hurt my business. Like, right. I don't want things in... And that year, my husband had been in the business for about about a year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he he was extremely helpful. And, and, and I'm like, but I want to do this. Yeah. He was like, I want to do it. You know, this is my client. Yeah. This, I have a very hard time letting go of control. And he could right. be the first one to tell you that. <laughs> so um, after about a week, when I got out, I was exhausted. Like, yeah. You- I just, you know, like, you know what? I need to take a step back. Yeah. So I was giving away stuff for people right. to, to do. I knew they were in good hands. How are you at asking for help from oh, that? I'm like, horrible. I just I'm say, horrible. Like, Dick, what's your secret to learning how to say, hey, would you help me with this? It's, uh, I don't know. I just can't maybe, do it. Maybe that's why it had to happen. <laughs> so you could like learn to get better right. at that. That's a learned skill. And I learned how to say no oh. to many things because I was volunteering for a lot of stuff too. Right. And I was you know, helping with certain committees and that kind of thing. And then I'm like, you know what? I just need some time. Yeah. You got to slow down. I you think, have yeah, to. It's not stop. You don't have to stop. You don't have to stop. You, but you can scale back. Yeah. Nothing is more important than my kids and my husband. That's my life. Mm-hmm. Got to throw my dog in there too right, because sure. everyone loves Baxter. <laughs> but there were certain times and I'm like, you know what? I just, I, that is not where I want to spend. Spend my time. Yeah, that's. I don't have to do that right now. So I said, okay. <clears throat> when I had my checkup, it was um, four weeks after, 
And I said, okay, when can I start running again? He goes, do you ever give up? I'm like, I have an idea. I would like to do a half marathon in May. And he goes, okay, that's in five months. I'm like, I think I can do it. And then he goes, all right, I will let you start. He said, start easy. Mm-hmm. Now start going start back slow. to yoga first. Man, how does this like apply in your life? Like you've got the marathon, mm-hmm. a physical marathon, but this whole thing has been a marathon for you. Yeah. There are times you're sprinting. There's times you're slowing down. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And there are times that you need to take a break. Yeah. You can walk up hills, you know, right. there's a lot of symbolism there. Oh yeah. But I was like, I'm going to do it. So I just started slow. My friends, I had one that was going to do do the half we did mm-hmm. the uh flying pig half marathon oh, yeah. in cincinnati which is like the hilliest the place worst in the world one. <laughs> the most beautiful yeah i would do it again mm-hmm. but we walked a lot but yeah. it was like a accomplishment yeah that i knew that i could do with the person who ran the marathon she was also running the half so you and, had that support, and yeah. and that was the best part mm-hmm. and Andy was at the finish line at the marathon, and he was at the fi- he's at every finish line yeah. that I do, and it just you know makes me extremely grateful. Yeah, a lot of gratitude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I I just love your story so much because I think there are so many lessons in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, go, going slow, asking for help, realizing that it's not an overnight success; it's a long journey. But you've you were able to make that shift in your life and in your business, mm-hmm. bring your husband along for the ride yep. now. Like that totally changes your whole world because you were brave enough to make that leap. Yeah. Yeah. And now you've got the whole rest of your career ahead of you. Like, like do you know. feel like you're checking all these things off the list? So after the um, uh, the cancer, yeah. um, I was slated to be on the board for – PAR, which is the Peoria mm-hmm. Area Association of Realtors. So I was secretary treasurer, then I was president-elect, then I was president, and I loved it. It was yeah. such a great opportunity. Now I'm immediate past, and I love being involved, mm-hmm. being present, and being part of everything that you can, but knowing when to step back. Yeah. Like when I was president, I was in front. I like was all in. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be. And I knew that when it was time to pass the gavel Mm -hmm. to my amazing friend, Kendra, that I said, I'm going to be over here if you need anything. Yeah. And I've, you know, helped through a few things, but they keep you accountable. You know, you're still on the board and you're still a part of it. And I like the fact that I'm able to do stuff for our state now, Mm -hmm. you know, being involved with that. And I've met so many incredible people throughout the state of Illinois, throughout the country. In your volunteer work, you're able to, you know, that frees mm-hmm. up time yeah. to do that. In fact, before we run out of time, tell me about uh, what you're working. I know yeah, I see you every year at the St. Jude Run, so right, I know that right. you're super passionate about that, mm-hmm. but the colon cancer. Right. So division. I am going to be running the New York Marathon November 1st <laughs> as a colon cancer survivor and also running for the Colon Cancer Foundation. Um, so I'm going to be raising money for the Colon Cancer Foundation and for St. Jude. Um, easy peasy, right? No problem. No problem. Um, but this upcoming Friday, March 6th, is Dress in Blue Day Okay. to support colon cancer awareness. So we say go, go blue, 
Colo, <laughs> um, show your show your support. Um, I'm trying to make it a little fundraiser because I do have to raise money, mm -hmm. but I want to see a sea of blue throughout that's, Peoria, that's awesome. throughout all of my friends all over Facebook land. Um, it's just a great way to start getting awareness and uh, and to get the word out there. Yeah. Well, I will definitely be wearing blue this Friday for you, Thank and you. I hope that all of our I've Decided friends and our I've Decided community will do the same thing. Um, if you have enjoyed the journey today, if you've loved hearing from my friend Suzanne, please uh, feel free to share, comment, let us know what you're thinking. We always love hearing from our I've Decided community, and we use your feedback to make uh, I've Decided media even better. So please uh, like, subscribe, share it, and you can always, again, find out more at I'veDecided.org. Suzanne, thank you so much for coming here today. Thank you for having story. me. I am always, I just, I love it. It makes, if you're not happy today after hearing this <laughs> and inspired, I just don't even know that you're alive. So thank you so much for being thank here today. Thank you for the opportunity. Appreciate we it. Will, we will all be in blue for you on Friday. Thank you. All right. We'll see you next time on The Journey.